This is Wellspring, presented by Corwell Health Zealand Hospital on 99.7 and 14.50 WHTC. And for this Thursday, October 26th, we say good morning to Meredith Scrotenborg. Gary, good morning and welcome to Wellspring to all of our listeners, a weekly radio show, of course, sponsored by Corwell Health Zealand Hospital. And Gary, I have a quick aside, a quick fun update for you. Our new signage goes up at the hospital today. So good. as people drive by, they will see the new Corwell Health name, which is an exciting step uh, forward in our integration. So a fun update for you. Uh, can uh, I? Can I, take, can I take the banner? <laughs> was up there you know before. what? I've actually had people ask. That's a great question. Great. I'll keep you updated on that, Gary. All right, thank you. Um, we have an exciting event coming up this Saturday at Coral Health Zealand Hospital, right in the parking lot there. And it's our drug take back or medication take back day. Properly disposing of unwanted medication and needles is important to the health and wellness of the community and the environment. And this morning, our guest is Melanie Whitco. She is the pharmacy manager for both Zealand and Pennock Hospitals. Melanie has a big and very important job. And she's here to talk about the annual medication take back event coming up at Zealand Hospital this Saturday. Melanie, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. First of all, Melanie, tell, tell us what you do as the pharmacy manager for two sites. This is a big role. Yeah, so I'm a pharmacist by background. And so then as the manager, I oversee the operations of each of the different pharmacy departments. And so really the main goal is ensuring that we have enough of the right medications in stock for what our patients need at the hospital. Um, also, my pharmacy technicians do quite a bit of work um, compounding intravenous medications that our inpatients as well as our outpatient infusion patients need. Um, and then my pharmacists are always in the background making sure that patients are on the correct doses and that they are on really the correct medications for what they're being treated for. Yeah, absolutely important, important frontline work. And your team is incredibly talented, conscientious, and we're deeply grateful for the work that you do. Um, medication take back day coming up quickly it's this saturday melanie can you tell us where and when how long is this event going to take place yeah so as you mentioned it is this saturday so that's october 28th um it'll start at 10 a.m and then it goes until 2 p.m um it is a drive-through event right in front of the hospital so we have plenty of signs up and then we also have a sheriff's officer that's on site that also helps with traffic um so just follow the directions there and then also want to mention that people are welcome to stay in their cars and literally just drive through and drop off, especially if it's raining. Yeah, we we certainly have had a very rainy October. So I love that, Melanie. There's no reason why the weather needs to get in the way. I love how convenient this is for people. They can literally stay warm and dry right in their vehicle. That is fantastic. Why are these medication take back events important to offer in the community? Yeah, so there's a couple reasons why they are so important. And so first and foremost, it's really an opportunity for people to clean out their medicine cabinets and get rid of all of those drugs that they no longer need. Um, and this really helps prevent them from getting in the hands of those that could misuse them, whether that was intentional or by mistake. So we do know that the most common 
reason for adult poison exposures is from pain medications, and it's the third uh, most common poison exposure for our pediatric population. So it's really just important to get rid of those things that we no longer need so that they're not hanging out. Um, also, we worry about, especially our medications out there that are more addictive and have higher um, misuse potential, like our opioid pain medication. So that would include things like morphine, hydrocodone, things like that. Um, and I also think these events are just so great because it allows for opportunities like this where we can educate our communities on how to properly store um, and dispose of our medications and kind of raise awareness to the opioid crisis that's happening um, across the country. Absolutely. And we're going to talk more about that in just a few minutes. Melanie, why is it important to safely dispose of medications rather than just throwing them in the trash? People might think, okay, I'm going to take it out of my cabinet. I'm going to put it in my trash. Why is that not the best option? So um, that's a great question. So we know now that if we just throw them away or we flush them down the toilet, that that really contaminates our water supply eventually. And so we want to keep our water clean, obviously. Um, and then again, we also just really want to avoid people mistakenly or maybe intentionally getting their hands on those medications, even if they are sitting in the trash. And that also expands to animals as well. Mm. Absolutely. Our, I know my dog is certainly one who loves to sniff in the trash. So I think that's absolutely a relevant and important reminder. What types of medications are accepted at the event? Medications both for humans and for pets as we talk about dogs. Yeah, so that's correct. So any prescription or non-prescription medications, whether they're expired or still in date, we will take them back. Um, and then we're also accepting sharps. So any used or unused needles really, and then diabetic testing supplies such as Lancets, um, insulin pens, EpiPens, anything like that, we are taking those back as well. Wonderful. What do people need to do to prepare for this, Melanie? Do they need to remove the labels of each prescription or how do they come prepared to dispose of their unwanted items? Is, you know, I you know, protecting one's identity, is that something that people need to consider? Um, so we don't have any requirements on whether they come still with their labels or not. So that's really up to each individual. I will share that we get special boxes and we secure everything that's dropped off in those boxes. And the sheriff's officer actually treats them as evidence until they're handed off to the DEA for disposal. Um, but we really just leave that up to the individual. We would ask that everything's at least either in the original containers or in bags, but we just don't want any loose tablets handed to us sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and then for the sharps, we just want to make sure that our volunteers aren't at risk for any needle sticks. So we ask that they are brought in in either smaller sharps containers or if you don't have that, um, like an old laundry detergent. Uh, container or, you know, kitty litter sometimes comes in that harder plastic, something that'll prevent us from getting poked by something. Really great suggestions. We certainly want to prevent that. Um, these take back events have had great success. This is something that you've been doing for many years. Tell us about that success. Yeah, so we have had wonderful engagement from the community for the past several, several years. Um, so last April when we did it in the spring, we collected at Zealand alone about 255 pounds of medication, 75 pounds of sharps, and we had 86 participants, which is awesome. Um, and then 
Ottawa County in general, we had about 128 participants, 330 pounds of medications collected, and about 195 pounds of sharps. So overwhelming um, participation from the community, which we love. Yeah, absolutely. This is so needed. And there are other sites across Coral Health who are also participating. Um, and we have that information on our website. But obviously, for Ottawa County residents, uh, Coral Health Zealand Hospital is a wonderful, convenient site for, for this on Saturday. Um, what's the best way to discard leftover or expired meds if people can't come? this Saturday, Melanie. We know you'll probably have another one coming up in April, but we don't want people to have to wait that long. What should they do in the meantime? Yeah, thanks for asking that. So we have several um, places in our communities that will accept um, medication. So a lot of our local police departments and a lot of our local pharmacies. And if you actually Google Ottawa County Medication Disposal, a really nice interactive map will come up where you can put in your address and all of the closest uh, drop-off locations will kind of pop up and they will actually break down what they do and do not accept. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah, and then I do want to mention that if you are unable to drop off at one of these locations and you really want to get rid of something in your home and you want to throw it away, we just ask that you mix it with something unappetizing such as coffee grounds, kitty litter, that sort of thing. So, okay, Melanie, that's so interesting. So that is an option, like, for people maybe who, um, you know, maybe they're housebound, maybe they're shut-ins, and they're not able to actually get out. A great way to actually take care of that is to mix it with something that's not appetizing. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say that would probably be uh, the last resort, but that's what we would ask that you do. Okay, so interesting. Now, a free training and a Narcan kit will also be offered to those attending this medication take back event. Let's talk about that, Melanie, because uh, this is another really important topic that's incredibly relevant. Uh, we're talking about the opioid epidemic, but we're talking about Narcan, right? Yep. Um, so Narcan and also naloxone. So that's really an antidote used to treat opioid overdose. So again, those opioids such as morphine, oxycodone, hydrocodone, those sort of things. Okay. And so what exactly is this Narcan kit and what does Narcan do? Maybe for folks who I think many of us are familiar uh, with what Narcan does do, but for those who aren't, can you explain it to us? Yeah. So really anybody that maybe is either an um, using opioids at home or has a family member or a friend that's using them, whether, you know, it's a prescription or not, they're at an, a risk of maybe accidentally having an overdose. And so Narcan will reverse the effects of the opioids if there is an overdose that occurs. Um, and so we do recommend that if anybody feels like they're at risk or somebody in their home or a friend is at risk of having an overdose, whether that would be accidentally or intentionally, you should really have Narcan on hand. Okay, it can absolutely potentially be life-saving. So, and as I understand that, um, it is something that will be offered to everyone who drives up, correct? You, of course, you don't have to take, you don't have to take it in your vehicle, but it is something that will be offered with no questions asked, right? Absolutely, um, it will be confidential. And then also want to mention that some people like to have it on hand as a good Samaritan, just in case they're out in the community and we don't ask any questions. We will just give it to whoever would like it. Okay. Meredith, I have a couple of questions involving oh, Narcan for Melanie. First of Great. all, I read something where 
even if there wasn't an overdose situation, somebody takes the Narcan, it's not going to affect them even if they aren't have, uh, needing the overdose. Am I right in that assumption, Melanie? Yeah, that is correct. Um, that there would be really no harm if they did not have any opioids in their system. The other question I have is dating. Um, most drugs they have a uh, you know uh, used by a certain date. Narcan, the same situation. Yep, uh, there is an expiration date on Narcan. What's the usual uh, length of well, shelf life, for lack of a better term? I would say if they come right from the manufacturer, brand new, probably a couple of years. Um, but it's hard to tell when, based on where you're getting it from, how long it's maybe been around or when it was manufactured. Sure. Melanie, thank you so much. Thank you for hosting this event uh, twice a year. Thank you for um, the work that you do to spread awareness about how necessary this is here in Ottawa County. Um, we're really proud to have uh, Coral Health Zealand Hospital be a site pickup. I'm gonna run us through the details one more time for people, just in case they're joining the second half of the show here. If you do have unwanted medications or needles, you can bring them to Coral Health Zealand Hospital this Saturday, October 28th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. This will be a drive-through event. You don't even need to get out of your car. Please bring any unused or expired medications to be properly disposed of. And of course, they'll also be taking back used needles, sharps for proper disposal. Uh, Melanie, anything else that you would like to add? No, just thank you so much for this opportunity, and we look forward to seeing everybody on Saturday. Wonderful. Last question, Melanie, because I know you have this top of mind. How many people participated last year? Do you remember? Um, so we had 86 participants that dropped off some sort of medication or sharps. Yeah, that's really fantastic when you think about this four-hour window. So if that's you and you're listening from home or listening in your car, please make a point to come out to Coral Health Zealand Hospital and get rid of that. It's a wonderful opportunity uh, from 10 to 2 on Saturday. Melanie, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate all that you do for Zealand and Pennock and our communities. Until next week, everyone, Coral Health Zealand Hospital wishes you well. Thanks for listening to Wellspring from Corwell Health Zealand Hospital on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.